1: Hey everybody, it's Matthew Collar here. We're talking Vikings football five days a week on Purple Daily, available on Apple, Spotify, and the Score North app, or wherever you find your podcasts. And look, if you're tight on time right now and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. By the way, uh, let me just say that all the people who have sent emails and notes about listening all season long to Purple Daily... Really appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And I would also like to say, do not go anywhere because we're going to have so much fun. This offseason, football every day, which people will say to me, like family members and friends, um, you you, wait, you talk football every day. Seriously? Adam Thielen even said this. uh, We were talking about the show. It's like, wait, wait. So the whole offseason, you're talking football. Ah, yes, we will. And there will be things to discuss. But here's what I'm looking forward to. At some point, we're going to do Vikings Mystery Week. I've written down a bunch of Vikings mysteries, as in, like, you know, the people who hung from the truss in the stadium, how did they get in, or what happened to Mike Zimmer's eye, all these things. And we'll have people come in, and we will discuss Vikings mysteries with reckless abandonment later later in the offseason. So, like, things like that. We're going to come up with clever and fun ways to make this entertaining, along with draft coverage, free agency coverage, and so forth.
0: You know what it's so. almost time for, right?
1: Where we go through all the craziest things that happened this year?
0: Well, no. Yes, we can. But mock draft season oh, yeah. oh, is upon draft us. draft sims. Oh, we're going to be draft sims, simming our ass off. Yeah. Like, I am so excited because that's like my... F- Remember, like I kind of came up with a new routine for myself midway through March last year? Wake up, year? draft sim. Wake up, coffee, draft sim, workout, draft sim, lunch, draft sim. It's like lunch, the Kendrick draft Lamar draft song? Sim. Yeah. Wake up, draft, sim. <laughs> wake
2: up, sim.
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, it's I, I, somebody tweeted me one... About two hours after the game ended on Saturday afternoon, I was like, wow, this is more savage than I would even uh, have come up with uh, at this point of the year. Like, Saturday afternoon, they're already going through seven rounds where it was manipulated, but they were picking all interior <laughs> offensive linemen. And I think there was a corner in there somewhere. So hats off to you, whoever you are.
1: I got a computer worth of drafts, and I'm simming. All right, we won't sing on the show anymore. Yeah, we so I, have, judge for that. Uh, I have five... Four 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 concepts okay. that are crazy off the wall that the Vikings could try a quarterback that would not mean drafting a quarterback uh this year. Okay. And I'm gonna run them by you one by one and you tell me what you I'm think. I'm
0: gonna pull up their salary cap information So while
1: these you... are that these are play sort play of player. creative but uh unlikely. I just don't love the idea of drafting the third best quarterback because usually that guy stinks. Unless you get real lucky, and Teddy falls or Lamar Jackson falls, those are the only times where, or, or Deshaun Watson, where you get lucky, it does or happen. Even
0: in position to get a quarterback, but, at, yeah, who knows, right? But mostly they're they could Brian be, Brown. though. Just to just to clarify, just because of how nuts we expect this UFA class to be a month before the draft hits, they could be in position to get a quarterback, the third best quarterback potentially. I wouldn't say the second best because there will definitely be two taken in the top ten. But because of how many guys we ex- veterans we expect to be changing teams, yeah, there will they- be spots filled. Spots, yes. yeah, already. Sure. So,
1: but but here are these. Uh, here's some different uh, potential approaches. Okay, the first one, uh, Taysom Hill is a restricted free agent, which means that if you offer Taysom Hill a bunch of cash, that the New Orleans Saints would have to match that offer in order to keep him or let him go. So let's say you decided, here's what we want to do with Taysom Hill. We want to offer him a four-year deal worth, I don't know, $60 million. And the Saints are like, well, good for you. Go ahead. And for next year, you use Taysom Hill the same way the Saints do, as a receiver, running back, tight end, playmaker. And then... You let Kirk go, and you hand the job over to Taysom Hill as your starting quarterback, and there you have your athlete. I don't know if he's a great thrower of the football, but at least you would have an athlete at the position who gives you a chance. He's a playmaker. He's dangerous, right? That's one potential idea. You're smiling at me as if you think it is ridiculous. No, do
0: I need to react to each of these as you say them? I think you do. So why
1: don't you react to the idea of paying Taysom Hill a bleep ton of money to come here and be a weapon for this year and then make him the starting quarterback the next year?
0: So I'll go ahead and I'll indulge your crazy here. That's fine. That's the whole point. If you don't, I
1: just sit here and be crazy for 20 more minutes. There's your
0: slot receiver. So He could be your number 3. There's your backup running back. Uh, you can mix in different packages. He could be your third down back. He could be whatever. Receiver. Whatever Scat you want. Scat back. Scat back. He could be your H back. <laughs> he could be whatever you want. And then you say he can't throw. Well, I'm pretty sure that he broke that game open he in did, what yeah. was it? The first half with that insane, like, 50 yard bomb yes, that he threw to Which set up Twitter that told that me he didn't
1: lead the guy enough. <laughs> okay. Like, you gotta be kidding me.
0: Um. <laughs> If you're signing him with the true thought that he could fulfill as many roles as he had in New Orleans and that you would use him in this offense the yeah. same way, why not? Because there's your backup quarterback, there's your number 3 receiver, there's your backup-slash-scat-back-slash-whatever-else in the backfield. I believe backfield. you included
1: H-back as H-back, well. sure. Why Definitely. not? Definitely.
0: Um, yeah, go for it. Can you play tight end, too?
1: Okay, sure. Backup, he could be three tight ends. You don't need Tyler Conklin anymore. You can move on from his salary. Uh So that's a little crazy because you have to believe that Taysom Hill could be a good quarterback after. But if he's not, then you then probably you lose anyways, a bunch of games. Yeah. and Right. You draft one the next year anyway. So I like it because next year you have to try to win. You can't go into next year and be like, oh, we're just going to tank and, and try to draft Trevor Lawrence. You're way too good. And your coach is too good. Your talent is, is too good. So you can't do that. Here's another potential idea. You sign either Jacoby Brissett or Marcus Mariota or, or trade for one of these guys or Nick Foles even, which it would be hard to take on that salary. Mm-hmm. But you get one of these guys who you know was a starter and is going to be available as your backup quarterback. This would be called tannehill And then after you're done with Kirk, you hand that person the job, the backup, that you make them the starter. So let's say it's Marcus Mariota who, of course, no one would be super happy with. But let's just say, mariota has been a failure in Tennessee, but he made the playoffs a couple times. He's not awful. He's probably going to be immediately the best backup quarterback in the NFL. Let's say that you sign him this offseason when he gets let go as your backup, and you give him like 7 or $8 million or something to be your backup, with the idea of handing things over to him at his same salary for the next season. So then, your quarterback spending goes from thirty something million down to less than ten million. So you could spend a ton on the twenty twenty roster, or you could do this with Jacoby Brissett or Nick Foles, or even if you were really crazy, Jameis Winston. You make them their ba- your backup for twenty twenty with plans of them being the starter in twenty twenty one. How do you feel about that?
0: I don't like any of those options, though. Well, and none know, of these are great. I know. None that's of these why say to, Pat
1: to... Mahomes gets to be your quarterback.
0: Well. So you're saying, let me clarify with the Mariota thing. So what salary would I be signing him to? Because he had...
1: Let's say it's a two-year deal for $14 million or something.
0: And then I get to continue that beyond... You get to have
1: him at that same same deal for 2021 when he takes over as the starter.
0: Okay. And
1: you're in good shape in case something happens to Kirk, because we know that if he got hurt this year... Yeah, if you had a
0: viable backup, somebody like that who has won games, who has... Made a playoff appearance or two. Who's not great? um, Maybe he becomes your system quarterback. I don't know. I hate that label, but I I think that you know, if you could force him into that, if you could pigeonhole him into that, sure. I'm not even sniffing Jameis Winston. Oh, sorry. Like I mean, mean, Mike Zimmer would. Mike Zimmer would rather probably retire than have Jameis Winston as his quarterback. There's just too many risks involved with what he does on the field uh, that would give me a heart attack if I was a coach having to watch that. Uh, and suffer through it. So, I mean, eh, if you can make it work with the cap, I could, I could give you... Because, I mean, we could go through all these, though. We could look at Andy Dalton. We could look at all the... I mean, I'm sure, what, is he number four on your list? Because no, he's probably he, going to Chicago now like that Bill Lazers going there. I, like so, it. So, um, but I but this this But this idea isn't bad.
1: Because you're talking about any of these guys being in the ballpark of Kirk in terms of where they can get you. But way cheaper. So if Dalton doesn't get another starting job, which I think is possible, and he becomes your backup at like 8 or $9 million, but you sign him to a two-year deal so he can become your starter, he's going to take over then a team that has been restocked by using a bunch of money.
0: Yeah. I huh? still, think, I, th- I honestly think after the Bill Lazor news came out that he's probably going to Chicago because Chase Daniel's yeah, a free possible. agent. But either way, they're going to keep
1: Mitch Mariota, Dalton. They're all in the same cluster of quarterbacks. That's probably not went-
0: Foles. Not in the, not with that contract. That is a very heavy thing to yeah, take on.
1: Foles' contract. Here? I'll look
0: it up. I have it.
1: Yeah, you're right. He's getting paid a lot. Look, that's way what's too his, much. What's his cap hits? Are they crazy? Maybe I'll have to take him off the list. I think. Oh I- yeah. Okay. Whoa. I did not realize his twenty
0: twenty cap it is twenty two point one two five million. Take him off the list. Take him off the
1: list. He's stuck down there. Mariota, it's Dalton, it's Brissett. These guys are not going to be starting quarterbacks next year. They're going to be backups. But if you sign them to two year deals, they can become your starter and be on a really good team. That's another potential option. My next one is to trade Delvin Cook and other stuff to get Tua.
0: What is other stuff?
1: Uh, probably your first-round draft pick, and probably your second-round draft pick, and probably your second-round draft pick from the following season.
0: Oh, my goodness. Rick Spielman's not some—I'm just going off history. I'm trying to. I'm not trying to, like, rain on your parade here, but I'm also looking at realistically knowing how this general manager operates. Um, and, and, you know, we've never really seen him in draft mode do anything—at least not in current years— mm. do anything— do anything oh. current years. I'm Wait. talking about the last five years. Do anything so absurd. I'm not talking about reaching for Christian Ponder. But that, that's not current
1: years. That was a long time ago. What about the three first rounder year? Harry and...
0: That's not really current, though, still. I'm still talking about the last five years.
1: Floyd and Cordell
0: Patterson. That was 2012, right? 11, 12? 13? Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Ah. But, like, that's not... That's just not his M.O. And he's he's he's... he's Drafting for his job right now, because I still think there's a little bit of skepticism based on, you know, Kirk is going to be tied to him forever in this franchise. And, you know, getting it right might not be trading away all of your draft capital for the next two years, at least your high draft capital, uh, to go get a quarterback who's coming off of a hip injury. I don't know about that.
1: So Delvin, 25th.
0: You don't trade away your best offensive player. What have we learned throughout this playoff? This you running back, though. You, he is the best player on this offense. If he goes, you get Green Bay every single week and they're a three and 13 team. Okay, here.
1: but does anything matter outside the quarterback, though? I mean, not really.
0: I just don't think that you're going to do that. I mean, granted, he is in line for an extension. If maybe they don't think that they want to pay him, if there's like some arguments from both mm-hmm. sides and they find out, hey, he's going to hold out and we don't want to deal with this, that maybe they would. But if I'm looking at this and it's kind of in a sweet spot, I don't think they're trading Dalvin Cook. So I'm going to nix that one.
1: Well, it's not whether you think they would do these. It's well, whether you, you think me. that they were a good idea.
0: I, I told you just I to react. No, I, that I was your re- reacting. I am reacting. You I do not like it. I don't think it's a good idea. No. Move on. Mm. Four, number four.
1: I think it's a great idea. Well, yeah, because I think you wrote the, it out. I actually think it's the best. I wrote all these ideas. I don't think that uh, Jacoby Brissett is the best one. Um, I think the best one is trading Delvin Cook or somebody else, Whoever. Adam Thielen, Daniil Hunter, anybody who's not a quarterback—it just doesn't matter. I, tra- uh, so I mean, I trade someone and the twenty-fifth overall pick and something else to go as high as you possibly can to draft to a tug of viola. It's no. exactly what Kansas City did to, to get Mahomes. They traded a bleep ton of stuff to ten and every. Don't you remember everyone's like, oh, "What is
0: Kansas City doing? Trading yeah, all and- their picks?" But Patrick Mahomes wasn't coming off of what was at the time thought of as a potential career-ending yeah, injury. Yeah, it, should, I'm it shouldn't
1: be for him, though, right?
0: I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm worried about the hip. I'm one of those people that I think that that could affect his draft stock. And I don't know if you'd be overvaluing that. Yeah, getting Tua in an offense here, letting him learn under Kirk for years, probably not a bad idea, but the steps you'd have to take to get there... I don't want to trade Daniel Hunter. I don't want to trade Dalvin Cook. If you're looking at it as one of these skeptical Vikings fans who's like, oh, the contract for Adam Thielen sucks, it looks terrible because of what happened this year, then maybe you'd throw him in there. But the other two, I'm not trading.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think a defensive end just doesn't matter in comparison to a quarterback. Uh, on once a, in a, on a
0: generation defensive end who's barely, on, once in a
1: generation. barely at the on, prime of his career. There's nope, 15 nope, players as good it. as
0: Daniel Hunter in the NFL. Not doing it. Let's go on to number 4 before I lose my mind. There not seriously doing it. are
1: at least a, a dozen other defensive ends who get double-digit sacks and all sorts of pressures, and when they play on the opposite side on, of a guy who's better, they get less attention. And who are not
0: same team-friendly deal, the bargain oh, that yeah, they got to Neil Hunter My for. point is just
1: that Mike Zimmer developed a Neil Hunter and they drafted one, but we don't think you could ever find one again? Like, you know, I mean, Afadi Adenabo has, like, what, six or seven sacks just last year as a fill-in guy. Like Mike Zimmer should believe in the fact that he could develop these players on defense and not pay them what they're paying them, I think. But nobody matters as much as the quarterback. That's the point. Is if you just threw a dart at a dartboard with all the players on them and said, "Would you trade them if you could get a quarterback?" I'd say yes, as long as oh, they're not a. Oh no, they're not a quarterback. So it's all the other players. You hit a dart with uh, Daniel Hunter. Okay, see ya, Delvin Cook. Bye. Even Stephon Diggs. If you're telling me it's for a quarterback who's going to be better and for the future, I'd say okay, have to do it. No other position is anywhere close in terms of value. All right, my next idea is waiting until the 2021 draft and then trading all your future picks after that to get the top quarterback that you can
0: get. It would be t- Trevor, right?
1: Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, who's who's giving him away? Like probably nobody is moving out of number 1 to take Trevor Lawrence, but uh the best quarterback you can get in 2021 and just saying goodbye to Kirk and you're putting that guy right in. He's going to play as a rookie.
0: Are all of these things, these scenarios, just to clarify, are all based on the fact and the possibility that they don't extend him this year?
1: Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um. By that point, it's almost like you're conceding. If you get to that level, it's like, yeah, you know, 2020 is going to be tough. And that's OK, because I tend to think it will be. Like, and I know it's you early 2021,
1: right? Like, that, you, that when you start that rookie, it's going to be a bad season
0: 2021. Yeah, because you'd be coming off of what is kind of at least at this point feels like it could be very much an eight and eight or nine and seven season next year if it all stays the same. Because your one playoff win, not you're not how do I phrase this? Um, if the Saints game was a complete outlier. And if they go in there and they lose, then you're still a 10-6 and team that made the playoffs and and lost in the postseason. Mm -hmm. So that's potentially what you'd be looking at. I mean, it's not much, it wouldn't be much improvement next year. So if you're at that point and you expect, okay, we're going to enter a mode of rebuild anyways, then sure. Try to get the best quarterback if you can uh, in the draft because next season might set you up position-wise to be not that far away from being able to trade draft capital up to get there. Because I
1: think I've decided just today that I love the idea in general of drafting a quarterback, but I don't love drafting the third best quarterback because of how rare it is that that guy actually turns out.
0: Like, unless you're getting number one or number two, or unless it's the 2018 draft class that had five in the first round, like that's in by and large, except for Josh Rosen, most of them were good, including Lamar Jackson. Like, that's hard.
1: So um, which one of these ideas do you like the most and hate the most? Let me go over them again. So these are crazy ideas that are not uh, just drafting a quarterback this year. These are sort of off a little bit the beaten path uh, that the Vikings could potentially go with their quarterback situation if they don't sign Cousins to an extension. The first one is to put a huge RFA offer into Taysom Hill and have him be your playmaker this year and then your starter next year. That was the one I loved as far as creativity goes. Uh,
0: the creativity, other one, not factoring in the salary cap. Well,
1: you know, you'll just use Everson you know, Griffin's it's money. Just move him
0: around. It, yeah. it's
1: all, we know this. We know who their cap guy is. We, we believe in him. We played golf with him once. That's true. Okay? So, trust Rob. But we're, but
0: we're not one of uh, these idiot cap is the myth people. people. No, 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 no.
1: We just think that he I can hate those people. do his work. All right.
0: Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I had to get that out there. Because it's almost draft season, and it's almost free agency, and I know that um, a certain sect of Twitter that just likes to come out of the woodwork and be be like, Cap is the myth. Mm -hmm. Cap is, yeah. No, nope, nope, nope.
1: So Taysom Hill was the one idea, to use him as a playmaker and then become your starting quarterback. The other one was to get one of the guys who will lose their starting jobs and be a backup somewhere to turn your... Team over to in 2021. So someone like on a Marcus, Marcus Mariota. Yes. Mindset. Like a one year yeah. type of, or a two year type of deal to be the backup this year, the start of the year after that. And then you're moving and on. And then you're probably moving on, but you can spend a heap ton of money to be good in 2021 with Marcus Mariota, for example. The other idea is to trade Delvin Cook and the 25th pick and potentially whatever other picks to get to a tug of Iola. And the last one is wait till the 2021 draft and then use all of your picks to move up as high as you can. If those had to be your ideas for moving on from Kirk, which one would you pick?
0: I would rule out number three immediately. I hate you. That's the um, best one. I know. I know you do, and that's why I think I'm doing. What's it. your problem? Because I'm just trying to be adversarial. No, because I think it's honestly. I don't think it's a good idea. Number mm. four, I think. The entire staff's gone if it gets to that point. Everyone is fired. It, it, no, really? You think I, so? It's 2021 because that means next season's probably really bad because you're in a position then where well, you tra- have to be. It doesn't have to be, but I think that this team's still in win now mode. That if they even get to that point and they're expecting a rebuild, that things went wrong next year, and I think everybody's gone, which you could be in position to do. But if I'm thinking keeping the current staff, current structure, probably not going with that one. I like your first two ideas. I think Taysom Hill is a fun one. I'm glad Um, you
1: do. I I think the salary cap implications
0: make my head want to explode considering this team's already about six million over the cap next year, but there will be restructures. There will be guys let go. There will be money freed up. Um, sure. Why not? If you want to gamble on a piece that literally could be a wild card in your offense and and play multiple positions and, you know, will they use in the same way that the Saints did? I don't know. Because I you'd don't have to if you'd have to him. if yeah. you got him, but I mean if Mike Zimmer says you want to keep the same system then that means playing conservatively. Um, it's nice to have a chess piece every once in a while, but your chess piece at this point might be Irv Smith because he's your F tight end. You can move around, play as a true H back. It would be Um, so much fun. It'd be fun. Yes. But I just, if they get, if they want to get that unconservative, sure, go for it. And then
1: even 2021 would be fun too, because even if he's bad, he's going to run around. He's going to look like Josh Allen, where he's going to win games because he runs around and breaks tackles and, Does crazy things, and even if they go eight and eight, we'll at least had fun along the way. What's not super fun is going eight and eight and watching Kirk get sacked constantly. Yeah, and I mean, not fun at all.
0: Well, that could potentially be if they don't draft a, if they don't fix. I'm not, I'm not going to the draft just yet. If they don't fix the offensive line again or address it as as uh, heavily as they need to, then that's the situation that you're in. But um, I'll go number one. I like the first one. I think it's fun. Number two, I think, is a conservative safe bet. Yeah, getting and it's not necessarily even just those three names. Once we see how the UFA market, like of those tier three quarterbacks, uh, guys who become available in March, let's see how that shakes out. Sure, why not?
1: Mariota is an interesting idea because he had a three year stretch with Tennessee where he's kind of in the Cousins ballpark of going nine and seven or going eight and eight or, or somewhere in that range with a team that wasn't particularly good, and then they get really good and bench him for Ryan Tannehill Tannehill's been unbelievable I'm not saying that I think Mariota is good I'm only saying that it would be interesting as far as ideas go Mm -hmm. to have 2021 be someone like him who you're trying to find a Tannehill you're trying to find a guy where it didn't work out in the first location and it does in the second location or if it doesn't then you're probably terrible and then you draft the next quarterback after that But at least it gives you one of those opportunities to have a very low spending on your quarterback situation so you can add a bunch of other free agents and spend all the way to the cap and give Marcus Mariota this fantastic team to work with. I mean, that's what they've really done with Tannehill. They've given him the right system, but also they've given him a really, really great team. The running game, the offensive line, the defense, all those things are super good, and that's pretty much why they're here now. And also, you know, I mean... You just get one game in the playoffs, and sometimes life is weird, and and they end up winning that game. But that's not a crazy idea. It would not sell the most tickets, but it's not the wildest idea to have that little bit of a bridge if you don't like what you could draft now. I always think with the trading idea that if you have someone who you believe is special as a quarterback prospect, which Tua is
0: in that Range. Before the injury and yeah, just given yep. before the injury, absolutely, I would I would have greenlit that one right away. Um, I don't know. Totally I'm just a little skeptical because on of the it. injury.
1: Sure. Yep. Totally. I fair. know.
0: I, I, I'm really excited. That's why for the next two months, because you're getting all these draft nicks who get intel from scouts, from people who mm-hmm. see them, from all of the you know the the senior day, senior bowl and uh, pro, uh, pro days, all of that, all of the measurables, all the interviews, combine, etc then we're going to find out truly how people feel. So I just that's why I have pause on it. Yeah. He could very well be fine. If, if the hip but, is okay, yeah. though,
1: then you're all right with idea I, number
0: three? I would I would be all, Well, no, because I'm not trading Dalvin Cook, and I'm not trading Daniil Hunter. Oh, so you have to find another way to get to him because it's not happening but in Neil my Daniil Hunter's
1: book. harder to trade, but I'd still do it. Dalvin Cook is easy to trade for me. I, as much as I think he's a top three running back in the entire NFL, uh, looking at what you'll probably have to pay him, how much salary cap space that that's going to take up, what his backup did this year? What other running backs do when you draft them? I mean, Cook came in and was amazing right away. Like, can you draft another guy in the second round this year or the third round this year who could come in and be good? Probably. I don't There's know. There's all sorts of great running back prospects every year. So
0: yeah, but we've we made this argument. I remember walking up the stairs last week at TCO just about the thought that you cannot just rep, like say plug and play yeah. in in. It's Have not. It be that seamless? He's
1: not going to mean as much to winning as to a tug of Iowa would. Not even anywhere in the yeah, same but to stratosphere. Get th-
0: I agree that the quarterback is the most important position on your team. But to get there, I think you're giving up. You're tearing down just to build up one other part, and then you have this other area you're going to have to fix. I just don't think it's that's that's easy hmm. to think about.
1: Well, they lost Adrian Peterson and just grabbed the next guy in the second round and fixed the position just like well, that. Well, Adrian think was also old again. at
0: the time he left here.
1: Yeah, I know, but the point is you had a legendary running back who we would have said, oh my, I don't know how who you want to replace pro- him. Who was you at, got somebody
0: better. Who was already on the tail end of his <laughs> career, who they saw declining, and I know that he's still playing. That's great. I like, think it's more about
1: positional value for me. It's just the running back is the most replaceable position in the NFL, so if someone wanted to trade for yours, you'd just always say yes if it's going to be able to get a position that's way more valuable in quarterback. Uh, Alex Boone is going to come up next, and we're going to talk about these things. Let's look at the other side of the argument, though, because this was super fun. I enjoyed this, going through different ideas, and I'll probably make up a bunch of them as we go throughout the season of just what they could do at quarterback. Um, But if they do extend Kirk Cousins, then what is the path to getting over the hump? Let's talk about that with former NFL player Alex Boone, Courtney Cronin from ESPN as well.
2: When we return here on Purple Daily. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the College Football Playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama.